And I want to show you that the Pentecost life is really a powerful life. And many people call themselves Pentecostals, but they're not. Please don't call yourself a Pentecost person again if you're not Pentecost. Pentecost is not a name of a church. And I think people made it all about a name. As I said in the Afrikaans meeting, the first meeting, Pentecost is way more than a name of a church, like the AFM, and now you say it's Pentecost. I've been all around the world, I minister all around this nation. Many churches call themselves Pentecost. There's no Pentecost inside. Pentecost is not about a name. Uh, Pastor Herman, what many churches do now, because on the calendar of the church, it's Pentecost week. Now all of a sudden they have special Pentecost meetings. But throughout the year, there's no Pentecost. Uh, You say, Pastor, you are very serious. I'm very serious now. Because we flow in the power of God. We flow in revival. Every week, every day, but every Sunday is Pentecost at Word and Spirit. Every Sunday night, we have a Holy Spirit movement here. If you don't come, it's not my fault. If you're one of those that say, I can't come to church on a Sunday night. But you can go to the movies on a Monday night. You can go and eat out on a Tuesday night. Hmm? So, every Sunday we have Pentecost. Every Sunday we call it the Holy Spirit movement. You will see how it looked tonight, yeah. You come early. You wait on the Lord. You're going to pray for people for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We pray every week for the sick. We cast out devils right here. Pentecost. So what is Pentecost? It's not the name of a church. It's far more than a name. I want you to get this revelation. It's really a walk with the Holy Ghost every day. It's really to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. He's my best friend. I walk with Him. And I want to show you that the Pentecost life is is a life full of power. I just put it on the board. A life full of power. And it's God's will that all these people, not only the pastor... Please get that out of your head. Not only the apostle or the prophet, that's platform ministries. Many people, because they prophesy, but they call themselves a prophet. You're not. It's a platform ministry. The fivefold ministry are platform, full-time ministries to equip the church. And it's God's will that, that you will become prophetic, not pathetic. Come on, tell your neighbor, don't be pathetic, please. We don't need more of that. We get people, they think they're very prophetic, and then they want to share a dream, and it's a bunch of rubbish. We call it a pizza dream, Tabu. Mm, Do you also like pizza? Be careful. Prophetic, not pathetic. 
So the Pentecostal life is a life full of power. The early church, when you, when you read through the book of Acts, every week I tell pastors, I minister to pastors all the time. God said, I make you a pastor to pastors. A doctor to doctors, an apostle to apostles. I tell pastors, read through the Bible, but read the book of Acts all the time. So that you can see how the real model, the real church looks like. That's the book of Acts. A book where you will see the, the, the move and the anointing and the power of God. Come on, the gifts where you will see revival and it's about souls and people get baptized in water and, and, and they still, you know, differ about the baptism in water. How dumb can you be and still breathe? I mean, the Lord Jesus was baptized. Okay? Even in the morning when you baptize your Oma biscuits, how do you do it? You take your biscuit and you baptize it. Ne? Is that how you do it? Or do you baptize it by immersing? Come on, somebody, in your tea. Why do people still fight about the water baptism? I'm going to tell you. It's because they're not living the Pentecostal life. There's no power. Hmm? It's like Ashcom. No power. I say this with all respect and with all love in my heart for the church. Come on, I'm preaching 30 years. Let me tell you now. We really need the Pentecost life like never before. We need the power of the Holy Ghost. And among every believer, everybody, not only the pastor. Sometimes I feel like, my Lord, what's happening here? When I walk into a church and there's, there's no anointing. They don't even talk about Pentecost. Pentecostal life is a life full of power. A life uh, being led by the Holy Spirit. And we can talk a lot about Pentecost. So it's not only a name. It's not about a badge. I won't limit myself to any denomination. Because we are kingdom minded, yeah. Yes, we love the AFM, but get the message. I don't limit myself to any, anything but the leading of the Holy Spirit. To be kingdom minded. So, we need people full of power. Now, now the Bible says in Acts 5, check this out, you're gonna love this. And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. Nowadays, People are moving away from Pentecost. They call themselves this and that. And many call themselves seeker-sensitive movements. Where they are anti, anti, however your accent is. They don't like Pentecost. The move of the Holy Ghost, the gifts, the manifestation. Woo, pastor, we love your teachings. Woo, we love you. But this manifestation stuff, you know, when people are falling down and when people are laughing and crying and, and especially when we cast out demons, woo, we don't like that. 
I was listening to one of my mentors, a mighty apostle, Bill Johnson. I visited them two years ago just to see how they function. It's phenomenal. Word and spirit. That's it. Word and spirit. And this is what God is doing in these last days. He's combining the word and the spirit movement. The word and Holy Spirit anointing like never before. Uh, In Acts, you will see word and spirit. On Jesus, come on, this is good stuff. You will see what? Word and spirit. On the first apostles, you will see what? Word and spirit. I've been flowing in word and spirit 30 years now. And even in the first meeting I said, we will never compromise in this church. Many people, many members, many pastors, many ministers are moving away from Pentecost because they are feeling, I think, I think they're a bit ashamed. I don't know why. The Holy Spirit will never but never change anybody away. And without the Holy Spirit, without His power, we will not see revival. Hmm? Must I first preach a bit louder so that you can react? Tell, tell the person next to you, get some life. Come on, Pentecostal life. Come on, Pentecostal life. And the Bible says, yet none of, of the rest dared join them. But the people esteemed them highly. Check this out. And believers were in increasingly added to the Lord multitudes of both men and women so that they brought the sick out into the streets and lay them on beds and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. (laughs) And also a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities of Jerusalem Bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. These days, there's a lot of pastors here. Listen now. Let me help you. These days, they're still arguing about deliverance ministry. Even within the denomination that we are. Can a Christian have a demon? You can have many. Talk to an apostle. Talk to people who are flowing in the power of God. Who are casting out devils week by week. Even other churches, reformed churches, they, they tell their ministers, go, go, go home and then figure out if the devil is a reality. And so the devil is laughing at you and say, you, you don't even think I exist. There's a lack of power like I've never seen before. And I say, dear Lord, have mercy on the church. Dear Jesus, please restore true Pentecost. Can you say amen? Dear Lord, may the Lord restore Pentecost. Come on, in your own life, in your own ministry, in your own house. Come on, in the lives of your children. May you get a desire for the Pentecost life. It's a powerful life. A life that speaks of miracles, signs and wonders. One more time, let me rewind. 
I'm here to equip you for your ministry. That's the apostolic church. And then we demonstrate in the gifts and the power. And we prophesy and we flow in the anointing. And we help people. But in the apostolic church, every member, every brother and sister, come on, every young person is supposed to live the Pentecostal life. You're supposed to heal the sick at school. You're supposed to heal the sick at your job. Come on, at your business. You don't hear this stuff anymore. Trust me, I was born in the fire. I was born in the church. Even pastors that are moving away. And I say, dear Lord, what's going on? Families that are compromising now. You know, we just want to sit somewhere, you know, where, where we don't get offended. Just don't, you know, speak too loud to us, pastor. You know, they want to sit in a place where they not get offended. You know, that where they have services, where people that are not Pentecostal will not be offended. The truth will always offend you. And if you are mature in Christ, if you're not, you are busy going there. Can you say amen? But you're not supposed to take offense. You're supposed to be hungry, come on, for a mighty move of God. So Pentecost is not a name. One more time, please get this into your heart. And spirit, it's about a daily walk with the Holy Ghost. It's about experiencing the power of the Holy Ghost. And everywhere you go, that you will see how God will confirm His Word by the miraculous. So the Pentecost life is a life full of power. We see it in the book of Acts. Miracles, signs, wonders. God told me and said, raise up my army. That's what I'm doing. But the day will come. You don't need to be a prophet to know this. That you'll be standing before Jesus alone. And you will give an account of all the teaching that you get in this house. The Pentecostal life is really a life full of power. And that means that you will start praying for people. Doing something for Jesus. As I was walking in the week, let me share this wonderful testament. And I say like the Apostle Paul, I will never say anything that God didn't do through me. As I was doing a prayer walk for almost about an hour and a half, that's what I do daily. It's quite quite a walk. Seven and a half to eight kilometers. And I wasn't far from my home. And I saw this car. And the one door was open. And as I looked back, I saw this little uh, black girl. I would say she's about 10 years old. And the mother was screaming, crying out, Please, sir, help me, help me. It's almost dark. Not far from where we stay. And as I got to her, she got 
an attack. She couldn't breathe. And that was quite a sight. It was like, (gasps) it's like she was dying. And in one moment, by the power of God on my life, I say, in the name of Jesus Christ, stop now! Wait, 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 wait. You can clap now. I say, stop now and breathe. And in one moment, look at me, in one moment, like, (gasps) and the mom turned to me, she turned to me, there she was, fine, healed, in one moment. Now you can clap. The Pentecost life is a life full of power. It's not about talk. Please stop talking about Pentecost if you don't live it. You know, this anointing brings order as well. Many of these guys, and even in certain circles and leaders, they talk about Pentecost. Never live it. Never demonstrate. And as I turned around and I told the mom, listen, go home now. Because they didn't have the pump for the lungs. Say, go home now. There's a word of wisdom. Go home now and use the pump. Because God spared her life. I even gave my number to this woman that I don't know, haven't seen in my life. But God had a plan. It was designed by heaven. That at that time of the night, I had to do my prayer walk. And full of power, the Pentecost life was demonstrated in one moment. And a little cute black girl's life was healed and spared. My prayer this morning is that you will get a desire to start walking in power and stop making excuses. People are calling all the time, please pastor, can you come to our house? No. I don't say that. Normally I send another pastor because I'm too busy. Pastor Yapi, everybody wants me. That's why I equip even my pastors and leaders that they can become full of power. Pastor, please come to my house. The devil is in our house. So what is the devil doing in your house? Why do you allow the devil in your house? Hmm? Why do you entertain demons in your house? Oh, the devil is saying this to me. What is the Holy Spirit saying to you? No, he's not speaking to me. (laughs) Come on, be honest. All you students here, you always talk about the devil. I'm coming for you. There's a session. I'm coming for you. Then you'll see some manifestations. Always talking about demons. Stop talking about the demons. You don't talk to them. You cast them out. Let's talk about the Lord Jesus. Come on, let's worship Him. Let's exalt Him. So the Pentecost life is a powerful life, full of power, miracles, signs and wonders. And what, and what God is doing right now in the earth is He's raising up a remnant. Remnant. 
A remnant is like a group of people who is for revival, who is really for Pentecost. Check this out. Who is for the move of the Holy Spirit. People full of the word of God. Come on. People who obey the voice of the Holy Ghost. A remnant. He's raising up a remnant. Come on, I'm prophesying to you what he's doing right now. That is what is on his agenda. Why? Because on his agenda is a worldwide revival. You will still see a lot of shakings like you can't believe it in this nation. Don't fear. It will come. Everything will be shaken. Everything. And only that which is of Him, will stand. If it's not from Him, and if it's not born of Him, it will be shaken to the core, and there will be nothing left. Even churches who are not born of the Spirit. Even so-called ministries that are not being led and formed, if I can put it in that way, by the Holy Spirit. It will come and go. We are here, right here in this area, where many people are looking down to. 20 years. It's the lighthouse in this whole area and in the whole region. Where the anointing is, listen to me, blessing will always be. You can differ, I don't care. Don't write me a letter afterwards and say, I differ, I don't want to even hear that. Where the anointing is, money will be. Where the glory of God is, the gold will always be. I'm so under the anointing now, I'm in the spirit. I can prophesy to everybody now. But what I want is a hungerness. A hunger in your heart to hear the voice of God. Get that serious. A hunger for Pentecost, can you say amen? A hunger for revival, a hunger for the move of God, a hunger for His power, a hunger for His glory. More and more of you, Lord. Forget about the name. And it's like many people And we see it especially among the black church. And I say it because it's relevant to all these guys from different countries. Every second guy wants to call himself an apostle and they make it cheap. Or a prophet and then you're not. And that's why many people in the church have become skeptical. Because, dear friend, it's nothing about your title. Don't call yourself something if you're not that. It's all about the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That's the Pentecost life. Can you shout out power? Come on, power. So what's the big difference between 
the first church and the modern church. What's the real big difference? What? They never even went to university. They didn't have any degrees. And I'm four degrees. I was at university and at the AFM college for four years. I'm for that, but that won't bring revival. The big difference is the power of God. Imagine now, imagine that all our members here, everybody, we had a phenomenal first meeting, was full. Now second meeting, tonight third meeting. Imagine all our members will start walking in the Pentecost life. Winning the loss, come on somebody. Healing the sick, casting out devils, speaking in new tongues. There's even pastors now within the denomination that say, how can you talk in tongues in your church? You call yourself Pentecostal. Go and get yourself another job. Don't call yourself a Pentecostal pastor if you're ashamed of the Holy Ghost. And Henry Wilson is not ashamed of speaking in tongues. I'm not ashamed of the water baptism. I'm not ashamed of the Holy Ghost baptism. I'm not ashamed of the gifts. And we have never compromised. This is not a new thing for me. Since I started preaching, here's my beautiful wife. 30 years. This year, I'm preaching 30 years. 20 years in our assembly, and we've been married 1st of February, 25 years. I pray that you'll get a desire to be full of power. I know that the anointings are all different, please. Not, not everybody can have a platform ministry. And that's the problem with many young people. Even with some of these students, let me prophesy, uh, in your life it's for free. Sometimes you get a touch from God and now you think you must become a pastor and that's not the truth. And then you find it out later and you say, oh my Lord, that's not where you want me to be. Because there's some of you, you need to be like a mechanic. You see? But a mechanic full of the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, you want me to prophesy now? There's some of you who must become teachers. When I see in the Spirit, and look at that row, I see two teachers. And the Lord says, I've called you to be a teacher, not a pastor. And when you step right into that, you will see how God will bless you. But be a teacher. We have many of them. Yeah, they said. Teachers full of the Holy Ghost. One of our worship leaders, where's Willie? He's a teacher. There's Nitschke. We have many of them. Sisters in hospitals. See? Not everybody can have a platform ministry. Please, and don't call yourself a pastor if you're not. Oh, this is good stuff this morning. Powerful apostolic teaching. Be the base secretary, full of power, 
The best teacher, full of power. Can you say amen? The best sister at the hospital, serving people, but you are led by the Holy Ghost. You are full of power. See? Whatever you do, first and foremost, you're supposed to be a Christian. And then we talk about Pentecost. Because people arguing about Pentecost, because they think Pentecost, it was somebody's idea. You know? The baptism was Jesus' idea. The baptism in the Holy Spirit was His idea. He is the baptizer with the Holy Ghost. Last week I was in Germiston. I mean, we had revival. Those people, they didn't want me to go. They've never seen anything like that. I said, dear Lord, this is an AFM church. Where's the power? People are moving away from it. I said this morning in the first meeting, I could have done my doctoral degree already if I wanted to. I'm too busy preaching and demonstrating. And then there was a doctor the other day was sitting here. He said, Henry, how are you doing it here in this area? We're in the same area. How, who do need that brew? The anointing makes the difference. So now... Even if maybe the Lord will lead me that way if I want to do my doctorate. But now what I'm going to do, please pray for me. I need to write many books. Many books are in me. Many books. Many books. Let me close. The Pentecost life is a life full of boldness. Come on, this is powerful stuff. I'll continue next week. Can you say boldness? Listen to this prayer. This is the apostles praying. Now, Lord, look on their threats. Let me just warn you, friendly. Never threat a man of God. Okay? Some of you got it. And grant to your servants that with all, what? Boldness. They may speak your word by stretching out your hand, check this out, to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, see, if, if you're really apostolic, if you think you're apostolic, you'll be somebody who prays. All right. And when they had prayed, they, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. So you see what happens. Apostolic guys, Tabu, shake places. It's like a lion. Sometimes we see that people, they don't appreciate the lion, they, 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 they run away. <laughs> God wants to anoint you with boldness. Come on, tell your neighbor, don't be scared of the lion. Come on, come on. In context of this anointing. Are you all with me? <laughs> the lion is like symbolic of the apostolic anointing. The eagle is like symbolic of the, the, the prophetic anointing. We flow very strong in both. It's yet to equip you. Don't be scared. God wants to bless you with 
boldness. And they pray about what? Healing, signs, and wonders. You see, that's how it is. That's God's will. So in the place were shaken, check this out, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with what? Boldness. They were all filled with what? With the Holy Spirit. But they were filled with the Holy Spirit right in the beginning in Acts 2. This is chapter 4. And we talk about apostles. Hmm? So it seems to me you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit every now and then. And so it's Spurgeon that was saying, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit on a regular time because you are leaking. Tell your neighbor, you are leaking as well. Come on, you are. I'm not talking about that other leaking stuff. Please, please, please. Don't let your thoughts go there. I'm not talking about that leaking. If you leak the power of God, you need to be filled again. Can you say amen? So tonight we'll have a special, please be here, special just Pentecost waiting service. You come early, we just wait on him and say, dear Holy Spirit, we love you. We want more of your power. Fill us. And thank God for a church where the Holy Spirit is welcome. Can you say amen? Amen. Boldness will always, listen to this, this is profound. Boldness will always. Always be present where somebody is really filled with the Holy Ghost. If you have a lack of boldness, just test yourself. It means something is wrong. Maybe there's bitterness. Maybe there's unforgiveness. Maybe you're living in sin. I'm helping you. Because it will block the power of God when, and, and boldness. That's when people say, Pastor, please don't ask me to pray. You know, I'm shy. You know? Hmm? Introvert. I'm not talking very much. But at your parties, you are very loud. Even when you are watching soccer, or rugby or whatever. You are very loud. And then you get people, they even drink other stuff they're not supposed to drink. Because we're on the new wine. Hmm? Not the Cape wine, we're on the new wine. Don't come with those stories. We need more people who are on the new wine. Can you say amen? People who are bold, full of the Holy Ghost. Hmm? Something is wrong if there's a lack of boldness. And you need to be fixed. Maybe there's hurt. Maybe there's pain. So come, come for help. Come for counseling. The point is, there's a problem if you don't have boldness. Because we see it throughout the book of Acts. These guys filled with the Holy Spirit full of the power of God, they were very bold. Very bold. Every now and then, they, uh, you know, the council, the Jewish council said, hey, you don't talk in the name of Jesus again. And then they flogged them, Paxla. Then they put them in jail. 
And then tomorrow again they preach again. You cannot stop somebody full of the Holy Ghost. You cannot stop somebody full of the power. And that's what God wants to do. He wants to bless you with this Pentecost life. Come on, do you enjoy the word of God? So when, when, when people start criticizing you, don't worry, don't back off. It means you're doing something for Jesus. If you don't want criticism, just say nothing, do nothing, be nothing and stay in your house. If you're going to be bold and you testify wherever I go and you preach and you pray for the sick, even in the mall, in the spur, doesn't matter where I go, you, you become bold for Jesus. The devil won't like you. And we don't like him as well. So why do you worry about criticism? That's why some people will never make it in full-time ministry. Because every second day there will be an hole of depression. You, you won't handle it. That's why many people, I need to help them. They call themselves this and that. Don't do it. Stop doing that. Just be a witness for Jesus. The Pentecost life. I'll continue next week. Let's stop here. Lift your hands and say, Holy Spirit, I need more of you. I need more of your power. Pastor John Ray, come. I need more of your glory. I need more of your power. Ask him, say, fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. Fill me. Come on, close your eyes. Say, fill me, Holy Spirit. With joy, with, with power. Come on, with boldness. Rabbo satange elementai. Lelobo o hurumokotobo sete vevendelebe sandelebe bendata. Mandro sondrobo sendelebe bende. If you live the Pentecost life, you'll never be ashamed again of Jesus. It doesn't matter what people think or say. Who cares what they say or think? What really is important is what he is saying, what he is thinking. Amen? So Lord, I thank you. I want to release right now the power of the Holy Ghost. Take it now. As you lift your hands, take it. Open your heart, open your spirit, open your mind. Are you ready? Take, take the anointing. In the name of Jesus. Touch in Jesus' name right through you. Let the boldness of the Holy Ghost flow through you right now. Receive it by faith. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for this wonderful anointed word. I pray many, many signs and wonders will follow the preaching and teaching of your word. Thank you for the equipping of your saints. Thank you, Lord, for the remnant. Thank you for the army of God, yet word and spirit. Thank you, Lord, for, for the kingdom of God that's manifested here in Afrikaans and English and Sutu and Zulu and white and black and brown and Indian people. Thank you for kingdom stuff right here in Pretoria North. I bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Let's clap for him. Come on, give him praise. Come on, give him glory.
all the praise, all the glory, 